plants, you can uh, listen up real sharp. Here it comes. You ready? Here it comes. Fuck you! Lick my balls! This is Sick and Wrong, the world's source for antisocial commentary, brought to you by AdamandEve.com. Good evening. Welcome to Sick and Wrong, the world's source for antisocial commentary. I'm your host, D. Simon. I'm Lance Wackerly. You know, Wackerly, I'm very disappointed in you. Really? Yeah. Why, why this time? Because you forgot. I can tell, just looking at you, that you have no idea... What happened 10 years ago this Sunday? You forgot. You've completely you forgotten. 9-11, It's 9-11. It's the 10-year anniversary of 9-11 on Sunday. And I Fair. haven't forgotten. I mean, I don't know what you're doing, but I'm planning. I have a whole plan set up for that day to observe the 10-year anniversary of 9-11. Much like right, most patriotic Americans. Well, uh, in the morning, I plan to get up. Probably, you know, not super early, probably because it is a Sunday and it's my day off, but probably like maybe 10 or 11. Then I uh, plan to put on my red and white and blue 9-11 satin jacket with, the, you know, the one with the airbrushed bald eagle with a tear falling from its eye in front of the burning twin towers. Is it satin or is it sateen? Satin. It's, oh. it's very soft to the touch. And I don't wear it very often. It's usually in plastic and I only pull it out on 9-11, you know, because right. it's special. Um, then I think I'm going to go drive my Prius over to the local mosque and uh, blast some Lee Greenwood, God bless the USA, for maybe five or six hours. And just uh-huh. Not in the mosque, but just park the Prius in front of the mosque. It's good, it's good speakers in that Prius, so I can turn up the Greenwood pretty loudly. Or you have to open the doors so you can hear it outside of the car. I'll probably roll down the windows, maybe open up the, uh, the trunk, uh-huh. and then just kind of play it while they're you know, they're praying. I don't know if they pray on Sunday, but if they are, they're going to be hearing some God bless USA. Then after that, I plan to drive the Prius over to Chinatown and play some more Greenwood just in case, <laughs> you know, they're getting any ideas in their head, you know, because uh-huh. they're, you never know. Uh, then I'll probably just come home, watch Born on the 4th of July, masturbate, go to bed. That's about it. What about you? on the 4th of July is not really a pro-USA movie. You understand that, right? It's actually anti-USA. What are you talking about? <laughs> it it's got Tom Cruise in it. He doesn't have any legs. He can't have sex. Right, but it's an Oliver Stone movie. He, he hates America. I don't know. It's been years <laughs> since I've seen it, but I thought that it was kind of a patriotic movie. No, it's not. <laughs> well... God damn it. You forgot. Maybe you what forgot I'll do. What Born on the Fourth of July is about. Maybe what I'll do is I'll turn down the volume of Born on the Fourth of July and then just turn up some Greenwood. No, let me, <laughs> let me make a, I, I'll recommend you. Why don't you go watch uh, Patton with George C. Scott? Now there's a pro-American movie. All right, let me write that down. Patton. It's kind of sucks that I'm ruining my plans here, but you know whatever. I can. No, no. It. I mean we're improving your plan. Okay, so Patton with George C. Scott. I'll have to go rent that because I, I think if I can think of another one off the another top good of my patriotic head. movie. 
Yeah. Well, there's always, you know, you could watch Inglorious Bastards. Actually, you know what? I'm going to do, I don't know. I usually, the thing is, the, the problem is, is I like to masturbate during Born on the Fourth of July. So now I guess I could try masturbating Did I, during I, Patton. You heard me say that George C. Scott is in it, right? Okay. All right. Well, then I guess I could uh, be able to masturbate watching Patton and then there won't be a problem. It'd be nice to think of a movie where it's Americans actually. Well, I mean, there's like Ram- Rambo 3 was set in the desert, right? He's blowing up Arabs. Yeah, actually, you know what? That is a good movie to watch, remember? Yeah, watch Rambo that Rambo 3. That's probably, oh, yeah. that's probably not that bad. What are, what are you doing for 9-11? I, I forgot. <laughs> I forgot what's happening. <laughs> so you had no idea, did you? You had nothing planned. You didn't have like a red, white, and yeah. blue cake. Or cupcakes yeah. to make or anything for your friends? Nothing. You're not going to get like a you know Tasmanian devil wrapped in an American flag tattoo on your shoulder? You know, your sister brought me um, a snow cone maker when I uh, moved last, which is over a year ago. And I, it's just in this like cupboard in my kitchen. And I just saw it the other day. Dude, that's a and good idea. I, and Pass- now that I think of it, there's she brought me red syrup. And blue syrup, and the ice is just white without any syrup on it. So I might make myself a little snow cone, a little USA, a little fuck you, Osama snow cone. Are you saying you're going to make some snow cones for the Iraqi veterans that live in like uh, the East Bay area? <laughs> well, it's a good idea. All, first of all, no, not for the <laughs> veterans. And where did you get plural snow cones? I said snow cone to make a snow cone. So you're just gonna maybe maybe what you should do is go is it, especially if it's a hot day on Sunday is maybe eat your snow cone in in front of a mosque or something or in front of some Arabic people and talk. There's actually them. there is a mosque right around the corner from my house. Well, that's convenient. Um, do you have a boombox? No, I don't. <laughs> so you should iPod. maybe go buy one, and then I guess if you had headphones that just or your iPhone, you could just play it really but loudly. I don't. What can I play besides Lee Greenwood? I don't want to just copy your thing. Um, Springsteen? See, Born on the USA isn't really a pro-American Jesus fucking either. Christ, dude. You're <laughs> ruining all my patriotic feelings. You need to start listening to the words of these songs and movies and not just masturbating just for to the Tom chorus. Cruise and the boss. <laughs> uh, you're totally just taking a shit over my 9-11 plans, man. Well, no, I think your song, Lee Greenwood, is good. I just didn't think your movie was good. And Born in the USA is also not good. Well, I don't know. The, you know, the snow cone idea is a good thing. And, you know, Wackerly, we could go on and on about what to do to celebrate the anniversary of 9-11. We could talk about 9-11 on this show. We could talk about how it changed air travel forever. We could talk about how it led to two wars, resulting in the USA becoming a nation of deadbeats. We could mm-hmm. talk about how the whole thing was orchestrated by the Bush administration. I you could know? also go get my gun and put it in my mouth. Exactly. You know, we could talk about how the tragedy inspired some of the tackiest memorabilia known to mankind. But instead, I think we should chat about something that potentially might affect your life even more profoundly than 9-11 ever did. Which, Which it didn't is. sound like it affected your life at all because you've already forgotten. But um, <laughs> No, I, didn't. I said I'm going to forget soon. Well, this will definitely... This is something, if it works out, you will definitely not forget. Have you ever heard of Blender? A Blender? Yes, I have a Blender. Not, not a Blender. I make blender, margaritas in it. Blender, the that. new application for your iPhone, the new website, Blender. B-L-E-N-D-R. 
What, it like makes you drinks through your computer? I don't understand how that's going to work. Nothing to do with alcohol, Wackerly. In fact, it has to do with promiscuous sex. That's what it is. I'm not going to put my penis in a blender. <laughs> it's not Blender. Bl- okay, the name is Blender. It's an application that you can get for your iPhone. By the maker- oh, it's an app. Yeah, well, by the maker. Why did you say so? I did. By the maker of Grinder. <laughs> you said it was something on the computer. An well, it's app. an application Apps for your iPhone. It's or... a little square on my iPhone screen. And so Grinder has been this like this application where you can just go have anonymous sex with people. Like in in it, it's 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 actually a truly a remarkable achievement. And I've why been you gotta, why you got to be a bougie and say application? It's an app. It's an app, but it's also a, a actual site. On the intertubes, where I um, oh, just call it an app where gay men can go and you can go there and you can just find dudes that are in your vicinity and you can just have random, you know, bumming sessions. I mean, you can just totally find, find a guy for random sex in like a club, you know, or, or at Starbucks or at the library. It's amazing. Those clever gays, they never cease to amaze me. It's funny because I have a few friends that. You know, my, my brother is on Grinder all the time. My brother go to an airport in Texas, like the Ronald Reagan Airport or whatever. Is that in Texas? No, I don't the, think so. But I don't okay. know. Whatever. Go to the airport in Texas, and he can go on Grinder, and he can go have anonymous gay sex with like four different dudes if he wanted to that have profiles on Grinder. And I've always used to say, I was like, you know, straight men are so jealous of this because we have no applications that do this. Because... No. Women aren't into casual sex. We don't have willing partners either. (laughs) Women aren't into casual sex. Well, believe it or not, now the the CEO of Grindr, the makers of Grindr, came out with Blender, which is uh, an application that pretty much does the same thing as Grindr, but for straight people. The question is, do you think the straights will go for it? The straight men would go for it. Oh no, no dude, <laughs> which will be the problem? <laughs> Baby, you know what's funny? It's like straight men would go for anything. Do you remember back in the eighties, in nineties, they had those party lines, like those party sex lines, where you would yeah. just call and you're maybe like you'd be like five dudes talking to a chick, one chick, one chick, yeah, with like probably five more dudes. like fifteen dudes talking to one. Chick. And dudes were totally down with that. Where it's like you know this is this is their wet dream. The problem well, is, and no, and no, none of the guys ever figured out. That the one chick was actually an employee of the party line <laughs> company. Because she'd be like, oh, I'm, I'm down at the Long Branch, or I'm going to go down there later. Maybe I'll meet you guys. And they're all like, oh, shit, I'm going to go down there and get laid. And they don't know she's like seven states away. Totally. I mean, it's And, and it, they're or, paying $8 a minute to talk to this person. And, and, and guys still called it. Whereas like this, I mean, is, is a... You know, is a, a heterosexual man's, especially, you know, young young guy's wet dream. I mean, you could, like, go anywhere. This is the whole reason why we sign up for an OkCupid account. But because we think, you know, we're going to get all these chicks. We're going to be able to find chicks that have similar interests to us because they have a profile. But it's a, it's a catch-22 because you can put into OkCupid. It asks you, you know, about your, your, your sexual desires. And it says you can just check casual sex, right? But then the girls that I talk to that are on there, not not that I know through OKKeeper, but that I know outside of OKKeeper who also use the service, they say, "Oh, I I just I just delete all the guys that say they're looking for casual sex, even if you don't just put casual sex, just so you have casual sex checked, you're completely blocked out." Well, I find it funny that this guy is so self assured that he really thinks that an application 
like Grinder, would work in the straight community. But first, I think before we get into this, I was talking to my friend Matthew, who lives up in San Francisco, who is a frequent user of Grindr. Um, okay. I asked him if uh, he wanted to come on the show and just explain what how Grindr works. Hello? Matthew. Hi. Hey, what's up? It's Dean Lance from uh, Sick and Wrong. How's it going, man? Good. How are you? Oh, not too bad. Are you, uh, yeah? are you working late tonight? Um, I was working late. Yes, I was. And I so just got home, actually. Oh, okay. All right. Well, I appreciate you being on the show, uh, even though you're kind of working. Well, well you, you don't live in San Francisco anymore, right? No, I'm in Oakland. Is it, that's, I, I am in O-Town, man. I find that disconcerting, because don't, don't like only lesbians live in Oakland? And aren't lesbians kind of like... Lesbians are kind of like werewolves, and gay men are like vampires, right? Um, I guess I've never thought about it that way, <laughs> but there's a lot of mo's all over Oakland. Are there? I mean, it's in, it's in, the, it's in the water in the Bay Area, man. I mean, I guess, I guess it is still the Bay Area, but when I remember when I used to live in the Bay Area, I just noticed it's, it's like there's so many lesbians over there in the East Bay. Well, I don't pay attention to the lesbians. <laughs> you see them driving around in their so, Subaru. I don't outbacks. even know. I don't even know if they're there. I just look the other way. <laughs> <laughs> so wait, if I, okay, if you see a lesbian, but Oakland's the new. Oakland's the hot spot, man. Oakland's where it's at right now. Oakland's the new Brooklyn. Yeah, you know, I've I've heard that. I've heard like San Francisco is becoming homogenized and yuppified, and all the cool people are moving across the bay. Well, really, you know, even my assistant came over this weekend and uh, was and he's gay and he was dating a guy that lives over here and he was like, "Oh my God, Oakland is kind of rad." He's like, "I'm going to go back next weekend and go check it out." It's like a lot cooler than it used to be. I last time I was in San Francisco uh, a couple weeks ago, I hung out in the city for a while, and then the next day I went and visited a friend in uh, around Lake Merritt in the East Bay, and I was rather surprised at how cool Oakland has become. In the past couple yeah, of years. You know, it's really funny, I think, actually, is that I think that San Francisco is supposed to be known as this really cutting-edge city and all of this. And, you know, it's very, very segregated. I guess, I guess it is. San Francisco I mean, as a whole is very segregated. I mean, the gays are in the Castro. The yuppies are in the marina. The hipsters are in the, uh, in, uh, in, uh, the mission. And even just coming over here, I didn't realize how used to I got, got that. Because I was like, oh, my God, there's, like, a gay guy over there. There's, like, a black dude there. What, there's a hipster? And we're all at the same bar. And I was almost like, what the fuck? Why aren't you guys at your own bar? Who lives in the <laughs> Tenderloin, then? Crackhead. <laughs> you, know, you know who lives in the Tenderloin. <laughs> yeah, I, I should know that. Well, Matthew, um, the, the main reason we're calling you is because uh, tonight we're talking about this new iPhone application that came out called Blender. Which was made by the uh, founders of Grinder dot com. Grind- so it's kind of people. like a straight, straight guy, like a straight people version of Grinder, which we're kind of debating on whether or not that will work in the in the heterosexual community. But before we get into that, I, I know you're a frequent user of Grinder, and you how long have you been on Grinder? <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm not implying I- anything. Probably for, we you know, because I have a BlackBerry for work, but I, 
I won't say that I bought the iPad for it so I could use Grinder, <laughs> but I do use Grinder on my iPad. Yeah, why else would you even want an iPad? Um, well, I use it for work, but whatever. So how? Okay, but, yeah, I use it for work and Grinder. <laughs> what is okay? Because I think a large portion of our listening audience has no idea what Grinder is. I think there's more people than they'd like to admit that know very well what Grinder is. But for the for the sake of the people that don't know what Grinder is, what what? How does Grinder work? What is Grinder? So I think of Grinder as quite a few different things, but I think that it is basically a Facebook with GPS for gays that want to get laid. So do you have a profile? Like, do you sign up, put pictures, profile, like what you like? You have, like? but you have, it's, 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 it's a lot, it's simplified a ton. It's, you've got one profile picture, you've got one head name, and then you've got a little space to do a little diddle about yourself. But uh, then so you basically, and it shows, and then you can put like uh, your height, your weight, uh, what ethnicity you are, and if you're in a relationship or not. Well, I mean, do people really care about, you know, what you like and dislike? Aren't they just kind of looking at the picture? Kind of. But then what it is, is you look at somebody and you start to IM back and forth. You can tell some are online, some have been online like a while ago. And you can talk back and forth right away. And then you have your whole file of pictures on your phone or iPad that I have that you send back and forth. So you're like, hey, what's going on? Hey, what's up? Whatever, whatever. And then you're like, let me see more pictures. (laughs) (laughs) So I I personally would go for a little bit more for looks at the beginning. You know, I'm like, let me see if you're ugly or you're fat or whatever. But it's different, though. I don't want to talk to you. It's different than, than than like OkCupid or a site like that. I mean, you're not arranging. I mean, isn't it just kind of for anonymous sex grinder? More than just like well, so a date? I'll be honest that I use it more for a dating site. I do a little bit, but I won't say that I haven't hooked up with people before. <laughs> <laughs> you know? So it just kind of really depends. And you can put on your you can put on your profile anything. You can put, you know, just looking to hook up, I'm a top, I'm a bottom, you know, nasty uh, leather pig or, you know, whatever. Well, how um, easy is it? I mean, if if you go to a random bar, like I mean, I was reading here it says that Grinder has only been out for like 2 years, already has 2.6 million users in nearly 200 countries. If you're gay, you know about it. I was just in Park City, Utah. For the weekend, and the Mo's were up on that shit. <laughs> <laughs> Even the Mormons, the Mormons are I guess, into. I mean, I wasn't asking what their what their uh, <laughs> what their religious background was. So, how does it work? Okay, you go to a bar, you open it up on your phone. You, do, do you see who's in the? Like, I mean, does it show you? Like, okay, these six people are in, are in the vicinity, and they're online right now. So it, it goes in a scan, and it shows from your, you see your main picture, and from there, it shows the closest people to you. So the closest person could be, you know, a mile, or it could be like 17 feet. Okay. It's, accurate up to, it's accurate up to 250 feet, it says. And so you can go to a bar, and you can be like, oh, who's in there? I'll be honest, I use it at home, so oh. I don't have to go to the bar. <laughs> So you can totally just go on there and see who's who's around, and then you go online. I mean, how easy is it to have anonymous sex? Really I mean, easy. I'm actually on it right now. <laughs> <laughs> and so do picture do dudes post pictures of like their boners? Because did you wasn't there a politician in Puerto Rico 
recently that just got busted on Grinder. I think I think I, I forgot. He's like a senator, Republican senator from Puerto Rico, and he like totally had all these nasty pictures on Grinder, and it like got out, and I think it he had to resign or something. But I mean, do, are you allowed? So your main, so your main picture cannot have nudity in it, oh. and your main profile cannot say anything. Like I wrote at one point, I wrote, I wanted my profile heading to say, "Sometimes you feel like a nut." <laughs> And they canceled it. They were like, they shut me down. They were like, mm-mm, you can't say nut. Well, that's too sexual? So it, uh, well, apparently. I mean, I don't know. You can put, like, I'm a top, I'm a bottom, you know, whatever. But you can't put nut, apparently. That seems but, so, but then once you're IMing back and forth, you can send anything. Well, you just can't have. It's funny. I was, reading, then, I was reading here that Joel Simkai, he's the CEO of Grindr, he said that he thinks people... I've met him before, actually. He's a young guy, too. I mean, he must... Yeah, he must, yeah, really mm-hmm. young. He says he thinks people largely use Grindr to form platonic friendships. You think that's true? I mean, is that... Do you think most of the users are on there just to hook up, or are they on there to, like, meet buddies? I think that everybody uses it for different reasons. I mean, I guess... I that, mean, I think know. that sometimes I've been on there, and I've met friends, like I've met people, you know, that I've gone out, you know, that I've been friends with. I've met people that I've had sex with and I've met people that I've dated on here. So, okay. You can really be, you can really be honest about it and be like, this is what I'm looking for. You know, I want to hook up or, you know, I've got a partner and he's out of town for the weekend. You know how the gays are. (laughs) And, or you can be like, you know, oh, I'm really looking for the love of my life. <laughs> so how many times... Sorry, I didn't mean to laugh when I said that. How many times have you ever met a dude on Grinder, and then you, like, end up hooking up or whatever, go to his house, you come to your house, and you're like, dude, you look nothing like your picture? So I'm pretty... Uh, there's been many a times that I have met people online that do not look like their picture. But I think that that happens on any dating site. I think that people put up their best picture, and then when you see them, you're like, dude. <laughs> and even yeah, women, I, I you know, whatever. Bullshit. Like, I, I, don't put my, I don't put my best picture up because I would rather have them be a little bit more pleasant, pleasantly surprised when you show up. I agree with <laughs> They're you. They're like, oh, you're a hotter. Totally you should put realistic pictures of yourself that are recent so yeah people aren't frightened you know when they finally do see yeah how many you show up agreed (laughs) but how many times have you taken a picture and it looks like shit and then you can take the next one and you look amazing (laughs) so 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 you it's kind of like the luck of the draw you know you take 200 pictures and five of them are going to be great And then, yeah, exactly. And I think I think a lot of people kind of do. It's sort of like the bait and switch kind of thing, you know. Oh, for sure. I mean, for sure. I mean, you're like, well, it's a picture of me. I, you know, that is me. I do look good. Yeah, in the fucking in the right light, you know. Like, well, people say. I mean, so with Grinder, I mean, I understand Grinder is wildly successful in the gay community, but then again, I mean, on the whole, gay people are more promiscuous than straight people. Um, well, you know what I say, and I think that we're going to talk about this soon, is, you know, the woman is the one that puts the brakes on when, when it comes to sex. Oh, I want, to be, I want you to respect me, or I want you to whatever. So you take the woman out of the equation, and you got two dudes that want a bone. Exactly. It's just like, I mean, that's, that's the thing. It's like gay men will, like, you can get laid on the bus, you know? It's like, oh, for sure. <laughs> it's at the gym. 
So that, that's why I could totally see why Grinder, I mean, would just be a perfect application for gay men. But do you think Blender? Why do you think it's so popular? <laughs> do you think Blender would work though, like the the application for straight people? Well, I don't necessarily. I don't think. I, I mean, I don't think it's a good idea. I mean, I I think that I I have. I guess I would say gotten myself into some interesting situations, and I would hate to think of a woman doing the same. So wait, 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 oh, wait, wait, wait. What what are you what are you talking about? Like, what, what's the worst, creepiest situation you ever got into using Grinder? I'm on the radio, dude. <laughs> <laughs> it's a podcast. Nobody's listening. Oh, whatever. <laughs> I mean, was Did it you like know I'm somebody? I feel like I'm going to be the next senator in Puerto Rico. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. You can plead the um, fifth. Well, no, but I mean, you know, like I mean, I'm even saying like sometimes I usually make them come to me or meet out for a drink somewhere. But sometimes, you know, I've had, you know, some drinks throughout the day and I'll be like, hey, you want to come over? And they'll be like really early in the morning or whatever. Or if I go over somewhere and I'm like, this could be scary. Like there could be a crazy. Could be Jeffrey Dahmer. You know, not their picture. Totally. That's not their picture. Oh, that's my friend. Um. Heather calling on this line. Totally. I mean, it, it's funny because my uh, my brother had a story off. Uh, he told me a story a while ago on Grinder. He met this dude that was like super hot, buff, phys- you know, physically fit guy, and everything. He's hot by his pictures. Guy came over. Dude had full on cerebral palsy. He had like crutches and shit. And like he comes in, and my brother's like, uh, "Dude, <laughs> I'm you sure look- your brother handled that with a lot of tact." By the way. <laughs> <laughs> well, I didn't know anything about. They it. still had sex. But still, I mean. <laughs> see, I would be the opposite. I would just be like, no, and close the door. <laughs> Have you ever done that? Just been like, no. Yes. <laughs> yeah, you don't look like your picture. Well, I'm not going to sit around. Even if I meet them at the at the bar, and it's really bad, like obvious that like you know, they were like photoshopped to all get up, or it was them 20 years ago. I'm like, no, I don't care. I don't want to talk. This is not a match. This is not going to happen. I'm not going to sit around for like 45 minutes and have a drink and make something and make me feel uncomfortable when they're fucking doing something that's shady. Totally. I mean, it's just like, you I know, was they, talking they to somebody you. the other night and his profile picture was hot and he messaged me and I was like, Hey, we we're talking back and forth. And I'm usually like, let me see more pictures. I want to see as many pictures as possible. Cause you kind of get the true one, you know, you can kind of like meander through the really, really good ones. And then the body pics and you can kind of create a great picture. You and get a pretty good idea. Like, you know, you, the more you get, you're kind of going to see some like, you know, if he twitches or he's got lazy eye or whatever. <laughs> And so uh, he was like, I don't have any more pictures. And I was like, dude. And he was like, well, I work for the FBI. And I was like, well, that, you know, and he's like, I just have to be really low key. And so I was like, okay, whatever. And then I was like, how about Facebook? And he was like, no, I don't have Facebook. And I was like, okay. And I was like, dude, then send me even a body shot that I could put with the picture that's kind of there. And it got kind of creepy. And I was like, oh, and I can't, you know, it's really hard to believe. Could he have worked for the FBI? Totally. <laughs> but could it have been like some 80-year-old creepy dude, straight dude that's married, that's like, you know, whatever, you know, like... Possible serial killer. His life? Because you know what? I was in, actually, uh, I was in Park City this last weekend, and I was talking to some dude, and I was like, he's like, hey, can you host? Which means, can I come over to your house because I don't have anywhere to go? And I was like, no, I'm staying with a friend. And he was like, oh, because I... 
live with my girlfriend. And I was like, girlfriend like girlfriend or girlfriend like, hey, girlfriend. <laughs> 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 and he was like, girlfriend. This and I was like, on oh, you're line. straight cheating on your wife with a man. Yeah, no, totally. It's like, he's like keeping that. on the down low. Was it a black guy? Black guys do this no. all the time. Jesus. No. I'm not being racist. I do. I saw an R. Kelly video where he was talking about this very oh, same R. thing. R. Kelly is your point of reference? That's what I'm saying. I saw an R. Kelly video where he's like talking about keeping it on the down low. And uh, it's, 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 it's about. He's talking about little kids. <laughs> he's talking about pissing on, on uh, yeah, little girls. That's what yeah. R. Kelly does. So are are the uh, guys? Do they rate the other guys like uh, like Yelp or something? No, no, you don't. You don't know. Like you don't know who's talking to who or whatever. So like, if one guy is a creep or is continually fucking dudes over, he doesn't like get negative feedback posted about himself. You can't tell. No, there's no feedback or anything. You can report to Grinder like oh, a bad. Okay. Like you can flag somebody. Yeah. Yeah, and that actually is a good. They I mean, should almost add that. Never happened to me. <laughs> they should almost add like a, a Yelp style feature to uh, to Grinder. Yeah, know? but then it would just descend into you know personal Caddy, bars. Yeah. yeah, yeah, but you know what, gay dudes, we don't give a fuck about that shit. Like somebody, <laughs> somebody else's fucking shit show is somebody else's caviar. Totally. You know, we're like, we'll figure it out on our own. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess okay. I guess in closing here, you know. I mean, I don't know if women are as into casual sex as dudes are. And I think that's, personally, that's why I think Blender would probably fail. But if you think about it, don't you think an option... Or dudes, especially. Yeah, I mean, totally. Uh, but, I, I, I think you should you should word that differently. It's There's just not as many women who are into casual sex as as there are men. So the ratio is going to be all off. Well, right? I think it will turn into Craigslist casual encounters where it's like you have a, maybe a couple like really slutty chicks and the rest it's like all dudes posing or, as chicks. Or, 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 well, actual, I, or I, prostitutes. You know, right. that are, they're going to be on there saying, yeah, I'm into casual sex for $300. <laughs> That's probably what's going to happen. Have you ever met, yeah. met any like hustlers, like male prostitutes on Grindr? No, but I have met. They say that they do massage, sensual massage. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What does that mean? But um, I, I agree with you as far as the whole women, uh, the whole grinder thing. I think that there's some people that are really going to be great. I think it could honestly be dangerous, just as far as you know, like I said, people not being who they are, you know, and women getting themselves in kind of predicaments that they, you know, I can kick some ass if somebody's like up on my shit. <laughs> you know, if a woman gets herself in a situation, it could turn out not very good. Yeah, you know, and but but what if you think about it, though, what's safer, though, meeting a guy at like, you know, 2 a.m. at the bar and going home with him or meeting a dude and like I aming first off a grinder? Oh, I, I say that all the time. I can meet an asshole online or I can meet him in the bar. You know, you can, it's, it's the same, it's the luck of the draw. The other thing is, is that you have, you can see exactly who it is, though, you're talking to in the bar. Yeah, that's true. You know, mm-hmm. you can see if they're hot, or you can see if you want to go down the wrong road or take the risk that he's going to, like, totally. not be a nice guy. But this could be, like, a 32-year-old guy with a lazy eye and a twitch. <laughs> <laughs> well, you kind of confirmed exactly 
what what my my uh sentiments on uh this blender i don't know i mean you've predicted what my blender profile is going to be (laughs) 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 well matthew uh thanks for being on the show dude a quick plug i mean you want to plug uh, i know you had a website out there yeah it's matter of hair matter m-a-t-t-e-r of hair matter of hair.com so it's is that is that your salon or is that your personal salon? Um, it's my partner salon we have a salon in the city downtown san francisco the people like uh, you... hey, if you're up in Oakland, I'm on Grindr. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Matthew. You know what? I think we're gonna we're gonna hire you on as the official sick and wrong gay correspondent. We used to have my brother on, but my brother's a little too surly to come back on the show. A little too. Yeah, I'm I'm down. I would love to do um, on scene reporting. Okay, well, uh, we might take you up on that. So uh, <laughs> okay. Anyway, thanks for filling us in on Grinder. We'll, we'll talk to you soon. See you, man. Sure. Thanks, guys. Take care. <laughs> Well, so there you go. I guess uh, I don't know. I, I just don't see Blender being as successful as Grinder is in the gay community. I just don't th- see Blender taking off in the straight community. Should I should I sign up for the service? That's the question. I actually was getting to that. I think you should, Wackerly, and we can kind of use you as our test sub- subject to see if it works. I mean, why not? What do you got to lose? Don't, I'm, you, I'm are, not. I'm not the casual sex master that you make me out. That every woman <laughs> thinks that I am. <laughs> but if you you've had though, I mean, haven't you had? Have you ever used one of these dating sites before? Not successfully. I mean, not even to the point. Not to the point of starting a relationship. Not to the point of getting any ass. I've gone on dates and and done the I am thing back and forth. Uh, but I can't say that any one of the, them were ever successful in any definition of that term. Well, would you be opposed to uh, trying out a site like Blender? I mean, would you rather use Blender? Or would you I mean, I would, use, I like, would sign okay, up and see what it was all about. I would not <laughs> – I'd have to see what was going on before I would say that I was actually go and meet one of these freakish, sexually starved women. <laughs> it, would nice to be, it would be nice to find married women – you know, like cougars that, that want to get laid on the side and they don't want any type of commitment because, um, you know, they have their family and they don't want to lose their, their uh, high dollar, high salaried husband and they just want to fuck and like, and then they want you to get the fuck out of there. Exactly. No, and then, you know, that's the thing. That's the thing. I mean, I think it's too early to tell what exactly is going to be the future of this application or other. I know OkCupid okay has like a similar blender type application for the iphone where it shows people that are in the vicinity but that's the Does thing it? With, yeah it has the, the gps part the gps just came out for uh, that's what i was reading about blender the reason blender exists is because uh, uh blender is created by the man uh, behind grinder but it's uh, the reason being is okay cupid came out with a uh, okay cupid the free dating site launched an app that lets its members scroll through a list of other members who happen to be close by and so, like Grinder, Blender, and OkCupid, locals can use mapping software on their iPhones to. Uh, well, now that my hernia is healing up, I'm thinking about jumping back into the OkCupid world, but I'm not too thrilled about it. Well, what I'm saying OkCupid's is OkCupid's completely opposite because you know he's saying you get one picture, you get one little line to say, and that's it, and keep the bullshit well, out. That's all that matters like, is every the picture. Girl, but yeah, but every girl has just you know lines and lines and pages and pages of bullshit about like you know their aspirations and everything a lot of these girls love the opportunity to fill out this dating profile that's all i'm saying yeah that's true well i don't i don't know what i'm saying getting back to before 
this this feature, if this takes off, this could profoundly and this could revolutionize, you know, uh, promiscuous hooking up at the bar or just hooking up in general for straight men. This could be a blessing for us all, but uh, I doubt it. (laughs) People, this is episode uh, 294 here of Sick and Wrong. Quick recap of last week's show, episode uh, 293. We did three listener stories. There's uh, Peckish Pete the Cannibal. It's a great nickname, um, even if he gave it to himself. A suicide by vehicular decapitation was the second story. And the third story was about an obese sitter who suffocated an infant that she was babysitting. Kind of gives a new meaning to babysitting, you know, the term. Yeah, I know what you're saying. I know what you're getting you, you at. Get, you, I see what you you're did You're following there. me there? I see what yeah. you did there. <laughs> well, believe it or not, uh, the third story, The Obese Sitter, actually won, which I'm surprised because I didn't think that was the most sick and wrong story. But that one yeah, did people win. People hate the fat. They hate the fats. Well, I mean, it's like someone's that fat. I mean, it's, it's bound to happen sooner or later, whether it not be an infant or a chihuahua or something. Someone's going to be crushed under her girth. But anyway... Dom Deloise never crushed anybody. You don't know that, do you? No, I don't. (laughs) His people (laughs) kept it quiet. So uh, congratulations there, listener number three. three. You won episode 293. Uh, People, you know the way Sick and Wrong works. Wackerly and I present the most disturbing news items of the week here on the show. Uh, The stories can't be older than a week. It's important. Listen up. Uh, you can send your sick and wrong submissions to sick and wrong podcast at hotmail.com. Submit them through, a, through the sick and wrong forum or even through Facebook. Um, the winner will get a sick and wrong care package. Coveted prize. Not going to even reveal Did the person what it is. from last week claim their prize? Or? Actually, you know, believe it or not, uh, I, I sent out, I mailed a few t shirts the other day, and I also sent out like four prizes that I've been sitting on. Uh, I don't like to go to the post office. And you know, I'm wondering what I'm wondering what I'm going to do when the post office is shut down. What are you going to do? I don't know yet. I'm just trying not to think about it. You have to go to FedEx or something, or DHL, (laughs) the poor man's (laughs) FedEx. (laughs) Well, before we get to this week's stories for episode 294, a quick word from our sponsor, Audible.com. Audible is the internet's leading provider of spoken audio entertainment, information, and educational programming. I don't know how many people, you know, use it for. For educational programming, you know? Uh-huh. I mean, who knows? I don't know what people <laughs> use Audible for. I mean, it'd be hard to listen to a college textbook. But, I mean, I mean... how are you going to highlight it? Exactly. But, hey, you never know. I mean, people learn in different ways. Uh, you can listen to Audible books any place you want, kind of like this podcast you're listening to right now. Uh, they have over 1,000 science and tech titles and over 1,100 science fiction and fantasy titles. Um, in total, over 75,000 titles. So people, go check it out. You, you Don't knock it until you try it. Audiblepodcast.com slash diddle. Go get a free audiobook today when you use the coupon code diddle. So Wanker, um, yeah, we received a, good, a few good stories here for this week. Um, let me kick it off with uh, the first article for episode 294. <laughs> Uh, this was sent in from John. I think it's John. It's pronounced um, Juan. Juan. <laughs> this one, I think this is John. J-O-N. Um, it's sent in from John. John says, I think he was pissed because they ran out of Rolling Rock at the uh, corner store. 
And uh, he's referring to the the protagonist here of this this story. Uh, mother was forced to shoot her enraged son. I believe her son was the angriest man in Pennsylvania. Hmm. Do people in Pennsylvania really drink Rolling Rock? I don't know. Is that like the official Pennsylvania beer? I thought they had other from beers. Pennsylvania, supposedly. Yangling is what I think they drink in Philadelphia. But isn't it kind of like Foster's in Australia? It's like, you know, yeah, that beer might hail from that state, might be the most famous beer from that, that country or state, but no one in the state actually drinks it. That's probably true, but they do drink Yingling. I don't mind Rolling Rock, though. It's not a bad beer. It's crop. <laughs> well, okay. <laughs> it's a girl, that's a girl's beer. If you had to choose Rolling Rock or Pabst Blue Ribbon, what would it be? Pabst. Yeah, same with me. But I can drink Rolling Rock. If there's no other beer available, well, I could drink Rolling Rock. Go if it water. was between Rolling Rock and a Zima, I would drink the Rolling Rock. Okay, Rolling Rock or Bartles and James Wine Cooler? <laughs> Sometimes I like a good wine cooler, you know, <laughs> especially if it's raspberry flavored, but I'd probably go with the Rolling Rock. Uh, this story happened in Franklin Township, Pennsylvania. Uh, a man remains in jail Monday night on several charges after Pennsylvania State Police say he went on a morning-long rampage that ended with rampage. <laughs> <laughs> this truly was a rampage, though. This guy, uh, this guy's very angry. It ended with him kicking his mother, hurting an already injured horse, and getting himself shot. An already injured horse? Yeah. This guy's just cruel. Pennsylvania State Police responded at around 12 midnight on Monday to a house call uh, for a domestic violence report. After investigating, they ordered Shane Hazlett, uh, 36 years old, um, to leave, to leave the house. And he agreed to leave, but only for a short time. After his name sending, is Hazlett? Well, after sending threatening messages to his family members saying he would kill them, he then got a ride back to his mother's house. That uh, he had been previously forced to leave. I wonder where he went. That he was just kind of so... I mean, something must have happened. Obviously, he probably got kicked out of the house because he's violent and unruly. And the mother's like, mm-hmm. okay, you gotta go. But where, I mean, do you think a guy like this has friends? Mm, uh, hard to say. I don't know. Some crazy people have crazy friends. Well, someone gave him a ride back to his mother's house. And that is when police said he used a fire extinguisher to bash in the front door. Once he, once he got inside the front door, he choked his sister, kicked his mother, and punched his brother's teeth out in that order. Uh-huh. So he didn't do him, you know, he, did, he, he didn't do it simultaneously, he just did it respectively, like in that order. Um, right. It wasn't some type of Bruce Lee spin maneuver no. where he got them all at once. But very, but just I mean just a horrible son just very disrespectful you don't do treat your family like that no wonder they were very disrespectful yeah uh, family members were eventually able to get Hazlitt out the door totally I mean you you'd want this guy. this guy would ruin an afternoon at home you know um, but they say his sounds tantrum, like somebody's brother that I know <laughs> I was about to get to that so they eventually got him out the door but they say his tantrum wasn't over in fact it got worse much worse. And this part sounds like my brother at Cedar Point, uh-huh. you know, which is one of Jeffrey's many tantrums. Yeah, I was going to say, don't, don't, make it, don't sell Jeffrey short. Like, this one time at Cedar Point, Jeffrey just went off and got angry. I don't know what was going no, on. No, no, no. It's a history of tantrums. <laughs> epic, epic tantrums. Although, I don't know if he ever, like, injured any barnyard animals, but... 
what 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 kind of odds are you going to give me on that bet? <laughs> well, I guess you got to you got to um, specify what do you mean by injured? You know, when you're talking um, about Jeffrey and barnyard animals, it's a pretty clearly defined term. <laughs> Um, after kicking or choking the sister, kicking the mother and punching the brother's teeth out, he walked into a barn on the property and just started destroying items inside. Then he took Not out his the ag- items, my items, <laughs> leave my items alone. Then he took out his aggression on an already injured horse by trying to ride it, but was bucked off. That must have made him <laughs> angry. That must have made him angry. Mr. Ed is like, fuck you, Hazlitt. <laughs> Get off of me. <laughs> this is when the mother took it, you know, it took matters into her own hands. She grabbed her twenty two caliber pistol, which enraged Hazlitt. He then charged his armed mother while dragging the horse by its lead. And that's when the mother shot him once in the chest. It's the only way to, to fell an angry bull. Hazlitt's... Lead horse talk for cock. <laughs> <laughs> Hazlitt's mother and brother who happened to be emergency medical technicians that administered emergency medical care and called 911. So would you save this guy at that point? I mean, he just knocked your teeth out. Well, you don't want your mom to go uh, away on murder charges. Yeah, self-defense. I mean, I doubt this is the first time he had been that much of an asshole. I don't think this is just like a spontaneous event. I think this is a learned behavior. Right, but you know you can't be judge, jury, and executioner. I, I, are they, I'm sure they did it to protect their mother, their dear sweet mother. Okay, who but, spawned right. this shitty kid? You know the other siblings have problems too. It's not like they're perfect. Yeah, I don't think this is like a you know portrait of a perfect family here. Um, he was treated at the hospital, released to police. He's charged with burglary, burglary, criminal trespass, threats, assault, and reckless, recklessly endangering another. Oh, yeah, and harassment and stalking. God, that's a whole bevy of... animal uh, cruelty for trying to ride that already injured horse. Uh, he didn't get that one. I don't know. Hmm. So do you think the angriest man in Pennsylvania would get along with the angriest man in San Francisco? Or do you think they would just be complete arch, like, enemies? They might become the best of pals. Yeah, I think they'd get along so they'd just be like, you know what makes me angry? <laughs> no, what? <laughs> yeah, you're right, that makes me angry, too. <laughs> I could see my brother just being like, God, I hate it when they don't have Rolling Rock. Let's, go, let's go get some smokes. <laughs> <laughs> this guy definitely went on a rampage. I mean, a rampage that culminated in a mother for, being forced to shoot her own son. I'm going to give yeah. this... I mean, no one died. A horse was... <laughs> an already injured horse was injured even more. Because of that, injured. I'm giving it a four star. I'm giving it three and a half, although it's funny. Yeah. So what do you have here for the second listener story? This story was brought to you by Joe Fallon. And uh, he said, hey, guys, great story from Arkansas. And he says, I bet he didn't see that in forecast. I'm not sure whether he's going to keep his job or not. And he spelled weather, W-E-A-T-H-E-R. Mm, ha, ha, funny. ha, ha. Enjoy. It's a, it's a pun. Because this story is about a weatherman. Oh, okay. All right. Makes I don't sense need now. A, I don't need a weatherman to know which way the wind blows. And I also don't need a weatherman at all. 
I, I, I just do. go, who, who uses the, who uses the TV weather? Like I got to wait for six, 15 PM to find out what the weather's going to be. You know, one thing I gotta, I gotta commend Los Angeles for doing. They always have super hot weather chicks with big fake breasts. And that's how it should be. It's like you know, weather men, are, weather people, men and women are useless. I mean, who cares what they have to say? But if at least you can it's find on, it, all weather's chick- on the internet. Exactly, but it's nice to see a chick with just hot tits, just kind of like you know, walking around pointing at a map. <laughs> yeah, I guess you're right. I can see how that's. But a weather man, it's like, what's the point of that? There's that one really funny weather man, and I don't know anything else about him, but that he just like screams like a maniac, kind of like your brother. Yeah, you I'll know, send you a link later. You know, Letterman was a weatherman. That's how we got to start in Indiana. Well, back then you didn't have the internet, so there was some slight use for a weatherman. But yeah, now, I mean, it was a point. I Just mean, don't. Your, your phone can provide all the information you need. Right. Um, well, this is in Arkansas. <laughs> uh, Kark. <laughs> his, his station is called K-A-R-K. Kark. Kark meteorologist Brett Cummins, who's 33, um, he arrived at his friend's house on Sunday night uh, with his uh, another little friend there, uh, Dexter Paul Williams, who's only 24, nine years his junior. Wow, kind of so this guy, uh, I mean, were they all just like buddies hanging out, or is this kind no, of No, like no, he's, he's a fag. <laughs> oh, okay, so this was like... I thought, kind of I, I, thought I implied that by just saying he was a weatherman. So there's some uh, like gay orgy type of activity going well, on. Well, they're, they're partying. So him and Dexter, Brett and Dexter, I mean, Brett and Dex, come on. <laughs> they're gay guys. Brett and Dex. Dexter's kind uh, of a gay name, but then again, look at Dexter on TV. Yeah, but he calls him Dex. Yeah, that's like, definitely the, sh- the shortened version of Dexter's totally gay. They came over to Chris Barber's house. Um, and Chris Barber is a little old. He's 36. He's the old guy. He has the house. Uh, the three men drank and snorted illegal narcotics, though Barber could not identify the drugs later. Which guy's right. the weatherman? Uh, Chris Barber. Hey, oh, okay, guy so the can't, oldest can't guy. identify the drugs. He, he knew what he was snorting, or at least he had a good idea. I bet you it was crystal meth. The gays Around, love partying on that drug. Around 10 p.m., they moved into, um, sorry, I think I got the guy's name wrong. The guy who owns the house is Chris Barber, Chris Barber. Oh, Jesus. No, I'm sorry. Brett Cummins is the meteorologist. I was right before. Brett, Brett is the meteorologist. He's right, 33. So Brett Cummins isn't the old guy and not the guy no. that owns the house. No, he's the middle guy. He's the meteorologist. And he's the weatherman. Okay. This story's Cummins, complicated. Weatherman, yeah. I'm trying to get these characters straight. This this narrative is so sloppy, Markley. <laughs> it's kind of like gay clue. <laughs> as it will become more apparent later on. That's why it's confusing. I mean clue is supposed the board game clue is supposed to be confusing. That's yeah, but what do point. they do with the candlestick and gay clue? Well, that's part of what you have to find out. <laughs> in which room, in which hole. <laughs> Around 10 p.m., Cummins and Williams moved into the hot tub, as I would be doing if I was at a gay drug party. Um, Barber joined them later. They continued drinking until Barber retired for the night around 11 p.m., which sounds like a lie. What kind of or he's the worst gay snorting? guy ever. Yeah, I know. I mean, they definitely weren't snorting meth then. I mean, if the guy went to bed at 11. 
or it's just a lie that he went to bed at 11. We don't know that anything's truthful. Um, he's only 36. I'm 36. And he, he's, he's going to bed at 11 p.m. while they're having a drug and alcohol hot tub sex party at his house. Yeah, no, that, that, that sounds very doubtful. <laughs> Around 8 a.m. Monday morning, the next day, Barbara woke to Cummins snoring and discovered his two guests, but no water in the hot tub. <laughs> like, why Why would you drain some dude's hot tub? Yeah, where did That's the water a, go? Where did the water go? They water snorted sports. it off. Or <laughs> put it in another hole. <laughs> but, um, but was there water to begin with? Yeah, they were having a hot tub party. There was water in the night before. Who drains a hot tub? Something something deviant went on there. Or like they accidentally, there's a plug or something that they accidentally pulled. That I could buy, that you're all drugged up, and you're like, oops, whoa, the water level's going down, and you can't figure it out because you're high. What a shitty uh, hot tub. He observed that Dexter's head was lying <laughs> behind Brett's left shoulder. Uh, this guy, who the homeowner, told police. Um, he awakened Cummins, and the two men saw that William's face was discolored and his skin was cold. Cummins screamed and ran to the living room. This is the meteorologist, where he vomited next to the couch. <laughs> ah! Oh my god! So gross! <laughs> so wait, he woke up on top of a dead guy. Yes. And then flipped out, ran out, and vomited. Yes. Well, that's a typical reaction. All the while emitting a high-pitched, hissy scream. <laughs> I mean, he might have just barfed because he was, you know, he'd been doing drugs all night long, too, the night before. But, it's, but you know, you gotta be, it's got to be a bit shocking, a bit unnerving to wake up on top of a dead guy. Right. So up to this point, you sort of think, like, you know, they were doing too many drugs. You shouldn't be near water when you're doing drugs and alcohol. But then they fell, they had the added thing that they fell asleep. But why was the hot tub drained? And obviously the guy drowned because he got high and, and just drowned, which happens. And it's a tra- tragic accident. But this is where it starts to become, like, gay clue to me. Because Fire and Rescue arrived, like, ten minutes later. They found William's body in the tub still. And there was a ring of blood around his head, which I don't really understand what that means. I mean, did, what is it? Blood. Was his head like bashed open? I mean, was there? No. They said there's a ring of blood around it. And I don't know if they mean like a little bruise that's a tiny circle or like Jesus Christ crown of thorns style ring of blood. I have no idea. It's weird. Yeah, this though. is definitely a clue in part of gay clue. Here's some more gay clue facts. In the master bedroom, police found a pill bottle next to a pair of khaki cargo shorts on a storage ottoman. <laughs> Only gay dudes would have a storage ottoman. And khaki cargo shorts. Very gay. Eh, I have khaki cargo shorts. Once again, very gay. What? A, you don't wear shorts. So don't even comment, asswipe. I don't wear shorts ever. I like my legs <laughs> to be hairless and white. Uh, Kark, the station Kark, has reported that uh, our meteorologist Brett Cummins was at the home at the time of the death, and we felt that we should uh, share this with our viewers. They were on their website. Brett will not be on the air as he is mourning the loss of his friend. Our thoughts go out to the family and friends of Dexter Williams. Yeah, right. Not going to be on the air because he's mourning the loss of his friend. Not going to be on the air because they fired the sexual deviant. <laughs> you You know this dude has a straight... TV persona. Oh, for sure. He's I like, bet you I'm, I'm, what's his name? 
<laughs> I keep forgetting. I can't. Find- I'm Brett Cummins with the weather, and then they're like, "Cut!" And he's like, "Oh Jesus, that's what a day! That's the weather's crazy." <laughs> yeah, but do you think he? Oh, like- we got to do another take, Brett. Oh, uh, yeah. So, well, uh, we have a cold front coming in, and uh, oh, is that enough? Okay, I'm going to uh, over to the Blue Oyster. Bye. <laughs> Either he could be that way, or he could be that like very straight acting gay guy that lives in a town, you know, in Arkansas, where it's like no one has any clue because they don't know that many gay people, and so it's just kind of one of those things where everyone's like completely shocked at the workplace. Like he did what? He was found in a bathtub wearing a you know didn't say he was like wearing a dog collar or something. Oh, sorry. Yeah, the dead guy was wearing a dog collar when they found him. Also, yeah, which so is it's also like a gay I, I, clue. You know, I there's could, the dog collar, there's the pill bottle, there's <laughs> But know. the worst thing about it is that you know you know when you get like you get a DUI and then everybody finds out about it at work and you're like, Man, this is just embarrassing. Everyone's gonna find out I got a DUI and they're gonna think I'm a drunk. Like this has gotta right. be the worst. Like, I mean, what do you think is going through Cummins' head? It's like I don't even think I should show up there again. But who's gonna do the weather? Everyone's going to be confused. <laughs> yeah. Nobody can do the weather. It's so hard. You they found a dead twink. They found me with a dead twink, and now <laughs> nobody knows what the weather is in this town in Arkansas. It's just a, a weatherless it's a town. national tragedy for the whole area. <laughs> so I wonder what happened. I mean, if you're going to recreate Gay Clue, I mean, what would you do? I mean, what would you say? If you had your little notepad here, well, you got to play the game. <laughs> I don't think the game is played out enough to eliminate enough possibilities to take the gamble. Well, because you'll remember in Clue, if you guess and you're wrong, I think you lose. Well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna like, uh, I don't know, throw out some conjectures here. I, I, I bet that, that. Uh, there's. Well, a lot first of, of all, the pill bottle, amyl nitrate. Yeah, definitely amyl nitrate. Um, I would say that the drugs are either cocaine or meth. I would say there was a lot of zima that was probably drank. I would say that if at one point in the evening, if you dipped a woman in that hot tub, she would have come out pregnant. Yeah. I'm sure, sure that would have happened. Um, where did the water go? That, that's the mystery of Gay Clue. I don't know. <laughs> you can't just solve half the mystery. You've got to have like an explanation for all of the facts of the case. And where was the candlestick? I mean, no one ever what's found the, out what happened to the, the candlestick. What's, the, what's with the ring? Was he trying to fist the dude with his head? <laughs> and where did the dog collar come from? That's pretty. I mean, that's just gay shenanigans. <laughs> I mean, that doesn't even require explanation. That's not weird. You know, I bet they all met on Grinder. Your brother probably is wearing a dog collar right now. I bet they all met on Grinder, you know, and then all coordinated to go to this uh, gay sex party. You don't think these were lifelong relationships that these guys were in with each other? <laughs> so, if you think about it, on the second wrong star scale, this guy not only woke up on top of a dead guy, puked, probably has a horrible, horrible hangover, but now he's out of a job, and the whole town yeah. has no idea what's going to happen with the weather. Yeah, I'm going to get... Really this got to be one of the worst nights ever. I'm I give it give, a five. I'm giving this a five star. It's a definite five. I mean, nobody's coming out of this. The Well, the people, the dead guy, the homeowner, the families of the kids. You said homeowner. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. So what the else third you got? the third story here, uh, for episode two ninety four came in from Suze. I never know if it's like short for Suzanne, short for Susie, short for Susan. Just says S U Z E Suze. Uh Suze says, check it out. It's the Mexican Fritzel. 
<laughs> I got a case of that the last time I was in San Diego. <laughs> but this true, this guy is the uh, he's the Mexican version of uh, probably the most sick and wrong character of all time, uh, Joseph Fritzl, the Austrian. That oh, up so kids. she's not talking about that bad churro I ate. No, no. She, but th- but this guy is not named Fritzl. His name's uh, Jorge Fritzlero. <laughs> Let me get, can I just say something? Stay away from the cheese churros. <laughs> Stick with the sweet <laughs> cinnamon churros because that cheese can go bad. Isn't that like Montezuma's Revenge? Isn't that from the cheese churros? Well, this is called the Mexican Fritzels. <laughs> <laughs> so this happened in Mexico City. A uh, Mexican man sexually abused his girlfriend's two teenage daughters for seven years. He had five children with them and also held a teenage boy as a slave. He went on to kill one of the daughters and their infant child. It's not very lovely. Did he have a Mexican dungeon? Sort of. I mean, he just kind of uh, kept them in a small room. It's a shed. (laughs) (laughs) A man identified as Jorge Antonio, 32 years old from Mexico City, began living with his girlfriend Clara in 2004, along with her two teenage daughters and her 14-year-old son. During the five years, <clears throat> Jorge imprisoned his two stepdaughters in a small room, sealing the windows and keeping them as sex slaves. They eventually gave birth to five children. While the 14-year-old son was kept as a slave as well, Antonio simultaneously had sexual relationships with the mother and the two daughters, and on occasions, he would force the teenagers to engage in sexual activity amongst each other, sometimes while the brother was present. So technically, oh, so it's not would... incestuous. Technically, it's not incestuous. Well, when he forced them to have <clears> sex <throat> with each other, that was incestuous. Well, I guess that's incestuous. But him having sex and the, and the daughters giving birth to five children, I mean, they were stepdaughters. Whereas Fritzl was having sex with his own child. Right. That's why he gave birth to those like hideous, deformed freaks. But yes. I would be willing to wager that these babies were monstrosities. Haven't you ever seen that? <laughs> well, well, did, did you think they were delivered in the room with the sealed up windows? It's had to smell gross in there. Yeah, God, I wonder who delivered them. I don't know. Jorge. Yeah, maybe. But you always see those like Mexican children. That's like the only country in the world where where kids are born with that hair disease. You know, the werewolf hair disease. Hair disease? What? No, they got huh? like hair on their face, like all over their body. They're, like the hirsute. Oh, disease. you mean like the circus freaks? The, yeah, they, they always they the always tend, tend to be Mexican. Stuff. How can you? T- I don't know. They're covered in hair. It's hard well, to They always say in Mexico City, here's another wolf kid with the, the hair suit, hairy disease, like the hairy face thing. Oh, I always just assumed that Mexico City was just the place to be if you are a hair covered person <laughs> and like they migrated there from other places. Yeah, but would you ever see? I bet you in Mexico City, when you go to a freak show there, it's not somebody like, you know, like Lizard Man who, who you know, made himself into a freak and can do freakish stuff. It's there. It's like those are you are truly a freak. I mean, you would scare old people to the point where they'd have a heart attack because you're covered. Yeah. your face is covered in fur. They must have way better freak shows because I, I think the other thing is that Mexico doesn't have those qualms about we shouldn't be getting entertainment by ogling this poor like deformed person. I think there they just recognize that it no, it's cool. It's really cool. <laughs> Look how fucking freaky that person is. It's gross. Can you imagine being like that? And then you like throw your peanuts at them. Whereas in America we're like, oh, we like freaky shit, but like we're too squeamish to actually 
Well, I think you it's know. that, and there'd be like some, you know, watchdog group that would come out and be like, you know, there's support for the hairy face people, and these people shouldn't be exploited by right. carnival, you know, sideshows. <laughs> Meanwhile, the hairy kid is like, I'm getting paid $500 a week here. What, what do you want me to go work at Walmart? <laughs> this is great. <laughs> Shut the fuck up and get out of here. In uh, November 2010, uh, Jorge allegedly killed one of the daughters. They don't say why. Um, she was identified as Rebecca, uh, who at the time Back was talk. 19 years old. After Back beating talk. her to death, he then took their three-month-old daughter and pressed her onto the dead mother's chest until the daughter asphyxiated. Guy's not very smart. Now he, Great. Now he just went and killed two sex slaves. I mean, well, what's going to happen here? Three I mean, months old. She's not really ripe for sex slave. slave but eventually yet. she could have been a hot piece of Mexican ass. And he just killed her. You got to wait like 15 years, though. He not might be guy. dead by then. <laughs> not that guy. He's an opportunist, man. He doesn't need to wait. Yeah. Give him He's 10 an years. early adopter. <laughs> According to the reports, the man would spray calcimine and creosote on the dead bodies for months in order to conceal the odor. He then later dumped the bodies on the outskirts of the city um, to get rid of them. You know, I don't know why he waited. I mean, I thought in Mexico you could just dump a body anywhere and no one cares. Doesn't it seem to like well, happen what like ad- that? What advantage do you get from waiting? I mean, you're still dumping a body. You know what I mean? I, mean, I maybe, guess they're not recognizable anymore because they're all decayed. Maybe he was just like, I'm sleepy. I'm too tired to go with the bodies. <laughs> <laughs> They want to get like CSI Mexico City out there. <laughs> You're going to look up the dental records, essay. <laughs> oh, she did not have dental records because she lives in a shanty and she was a sex slave? Dude, they should I totally guess make... this case is closed. They should totally make a Mexico City CSI. And the it's giant really B-man is there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the guy... <laughs> The guy would definitely have to be wearing a bee suit. But yeah, you know, <laughs> you always read about these drug, you know, these drug battles where it just seems like there's just a body or a head being rolled down the street anywhere in Mexico. So don't you think it's kind of commonplace? I bet you can go to Kmart and just dump a couple bodies and no one really cares. It's like, oh. I don't think that shit happens in Mexico City, though. It seems to happen all over Mexico. Maybe not. Maybe not Mexico City. Yeah, I think City, it happens but... in the border towns and maybe the coastal towns. Well, they, you know, I'm, I'm sure that I'm sure that Mexico City is crime ridden to a point. I'm as sure well. it's crime ridden, but I just don't think it's the drug that drug cartel like urban warfare crime. <laughs> <laughs> the 14 year old boy, meanwhile, this whole time while the sisters were being um, used to birth his children, uh, he was forced to work collecting carton cartons and exchanging them for money. If he was unable to earn any money. Jorge Antonio would physically abuse the boy, striking him on his back with a belt, and then sometimes tying him to the ground, lying naked in a puddle on the rooftop. Puddle torture. It's horrible. <laughs> it's horrible. That's why you can't drink the water in Mexico, you know that. Why didn't the fiddler let him free? <laughs> the the Mexican there. fiddler? Yeah, Mexican fiddler on the roof. I don't know, like a puddle torture. It's like, what... You know, you can think of other ways. I mean, the water's probably not that... I mean, yeah, it's probably going to give him diarrhea, but the water's not that cold. I mean, he's just probably just kind of chilling. It's like being in a Mexican hot tub. It's not that bad. <laughs> Mexican 
cold tub, <laughs> Mexican cold puddle. What, what what's the mom's story that why she just let this go on? I mean, she wasn't imprisoned, right? She just was going about her her life as if just dating this man was normal. Well, it's interesting you ask that because the whole ordeal was carried out with the consent of the mother Clara. According to the report, she said Jorge had told her that this is the middle class lifestyle. As men were allowed to have all the women they wanted. That's how the middle class live. What am I living? Well, isn't that what Obama's trying to do with his American Job Act? You know, empower the middle we class. We've got to save the middle class. <laughs> Which uh, I think, I Folks? don't know. I mean, maybe Obama Folks? agrees with this middle class. Maybe middle class is a different definition in uh, Mexico versus the U.S. Or maybe this guy doesn't really know what the middle class means. You know? <laughs> Who, Obama? Do you know any black people that say folks all the time? Well, folks? How you doing, folks? Why does he say that all the time? Where do you pick that shit up? That's not like a Chicago colloquialism. It's because he hangs out with white people all the time. You know he didn't pick that up in the ghetto. Somebody told him to say that to appeal to, like, backwoods people in the South. His campaign manager. Just like, you know, you can't say say, know what I'm saying. You Mm. just got to say folks, okay? So cut out what the you no talking about, American people. <laughs> we gotta get some tax cuts. Know what I'm saying? Like you can't say that. If you do, they're gonna think you're Jesse Jackson. So I, I bet you Jesse Jackson probably I'm, thinks I'm, I'm fit. I'm fitting to raise these taxes on these millionaires. You know, he's and, from Hawaii. He's not. He's not like from the ghetto. You know, I bet you his campaign manager though. It's like you know, if you want to appeal to white people, you gotta speak. The white jargon. It's like I think he does. The motherfucker. He does does speak the white (laughs) jargon. I just. I'm not even saying he speaks in ibonics normally, or should be. It's just the folks thing. I've never heard a black person say folks. Yeah, that is weird. So apparently, uh, Clara, the mother here, let the whole ordeal carry on because she was like, "Well, I guess this is the middle class lifestyle." You know, she's probably not accustomed to it. Seems legit. (laughs) (laughs) So what's the upper class lifestyle? I mean, if middle class, you get any woman you want. What do the upper class get? You fuck the livestock. Yeah, or anything. I mean, I bet you can fuck anything. You just like, I mean, you're chair. upper class, you know? I, mean, I wonder if that's the way it works. Um, Jorge Antonio told journalists that he is not crazy. He says cynical would be the right word. No, I'm cynical. <laughs> Could you define what that mer- word means, Jorge? Not really. <laughs> so do you think the comparison between Jorge Fritzolero and Joseph Fritzel is an apt one. I mean, do you think that they really do compare in terms of atrocity? Eh. Well, you're saying because it's not his actual daughter? Well, it's he not his actual have daughter. An actual I mean, dungeon. It was just a room with the windows sealed up with that plastic stuff. And, and, you know, I mean, you think about with Fritzel. Fritzel, like, carried on this whole second family thing going on here for, like, a period of, like, 20-some-odd years. The wife, his other family was upstairs, had no idea. There's another they family. Knew. They knew. Don't be of so naive. inbreds living in the cellar. I don't know. They they knew. Don't be naive. Maybe, maybe. But here he had the consent of the mother. He's just like ah. Yeah, well. his, his at least the German Fritzl's wife uh, pretended not to know. But yeah, the Fritzlero's wife. She just is out in the open with it. Yeah, well, I just thought. But think about it this way, though. I mean, she did have to have sex with her own daughters. And then the 14-year-old had to watch. You know, there, there's going to be some trauma with this whole family. I don't know. And those poor, <laughs> those poor werewolf children, you know, with the hairy faces, what are they going to do? Work in the freak show. Yeah, I guess, uh, yeah, I, I guess they can. So on the second wrong star scale, I'm going to give this Cinco stars. 
<laughs> it's Cinco. I am going to give it Cinco Estrellas. <laughs> it is a Cinco Estrella type of article. I forgot how to say decimals in Spanish. <laughs> That's why I'm giving you a pause. People, uh, we, we ask you to decide who won episode uh, 294 here. Just go vote, sickandwrongpodcast.com. Wankily, we are nearing the end of the show. We got a few phone calls to the Sick and Wrong Hotline. Uh, 206-666-3846 is that number. We got some emails to get to. Before we get to that, here's a word from our sponsor, adamandeve.com. It's butt plug month on adamandeve.com. Show that you still care by bringing something new into the bedroom. And by something new, I mean a butt plug. Because if you order right now and use coupon code DIDDLE, you get 50% off your first item, a gift so sensual I can't even tell you about it on this podcast that talks about murder and bukkake, and on top of all of that, free shipping. Support Sick and Wrong by supporting our sponsor, adamandeve.com, and making a purchase with coupon code DIDDLE. That's D-I-D-D-L-E. So, Wacker, we got a couple phone calls here to the Sick and Wrong hotline. 206-666-3846 is that number. Um, yeah, the, you know, the first call here is someone we haven't heard from in a while, so here it goes. Hi, boys. This is your number one Asian redneck fan, Duramater, calling to wish you guys a happy Labor Day. I'm laying outside next to a pool, drinking a vodka rocks, thinking about you guys and how much I love you, and I have a very important question. How do I send you guys booze now? since you're not living together anymore. <laughs> we haven't been living together Love for you guys. Bye. Yeah, we haven't been living together for like quite a few years, but, uh, you know, she brings up an interesting point, though. When, when's the last time I forgot about the P.O. Box? When's the last time you checked the P.O. Box? A couple weeks ago. Have we been receiving anything? No booze? No. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> People, no, uh, you can send booze. orders of cease and desist, which is also good. Yeah, that's probably a good thing. Um, yeah, but you could, you know, uh, people, you're more than welcome to send us things. We love gifts, uh, i.e., we love booze. Um, so yeah. feel free to send as much booze as you want. And uh, you can continue sending it to the P.O. Box. I'm sure Wackerly will save that, that alcohol for me next time I'm in town. He'll keep it in a corner and he'll be like, don't drink this. This is for D, too, yeah. you know, and then we'll drink it together. I'm sure alcohol would be really safe I'll be in like- your house. <laughs> I'll be like, Al Gore, I'm putting this booze in a lock box. (laughs) (laughs) And then if I need to take some, I'll I'll put an IOU in there. (laughs) All I'm asking, Wackerly, is save me three shots. That's it. Just three shots. You can drink the rest. Just make sure there's three shots. Maybe pour those three shots into a separate, like, decanter. Because I don't want to... Separate decanter decanter is in a lock box. (laughs) So have you seen those uh I, I love Duramater. It's been a while since she's called on the show. Have you seen those uh recent pictures of her sex capades on uh Facebook? Yes, I did see those. I know. They're uh they're they're rather arousing. I noticed um Steele left a comment saying that it was like his masturbation fodder. But I'm thinking there's a lot of sick and wrong. <laughs> but Steele's fans. also left just general blanket comments that all of Facebook is his masturbation fodder. I think Steele doesn't even log into Facebook. I think he just gets to the Facebook screen and then just starts jacking <laughs> off thinking about you know, all the people that are on Facebook. Yeah. yeah. Um, right. But yeah, you know, it's, it, it's funny. It's, I think there's like this whole legion of sick and wrong fans that just are waiting for Duramater to post another picture of herself wearing a bikini. 
Well, she's like the ideal internet nerd fantasy, right? She's Asian, she drinks. Redneck Asian? She's apparently smart because she's in medical school or some shit. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I'm I'm kind of getting over her her thing of like I'm hot and young and drink a lot and then get up at five a.m. and go jogging. You know what I mean? It's like, bitch, turn thirty <laughs> and then tell me what you're doing. <laughs> um, I'm not over it at all, actually. <laughs> I like Terminator. She's my best friend. I love looking at her. But I'm and just her saying. I'm just saying. <laughs> no booze for you, Wackerly. Terminator, send it all to me. Just say for D only. I still Whatever. love seeing you in a bikini. Are you going to publish your address? Or are you going to get your own? P- if you get your own PO box, I'll cancel mine. <laughs> but yeah, people, uh, we we love booze, and you can keep sending it to the address that's right on our website. It's uh, the PO box. And Dermainer, if you sent me some private sexy pictures, I'm sure my opinion would go back to before, where you know I'm 110 percent behind you. <laughs> Here's the uh, the second call. Uh, this is actually from a celebrity, one of the many celebrities that listens to Sick and Wrong. Hello, this is Arnold. I've been a big fan of Sick and Wrong for many years, and I just want to let you know that you guys are a bunch of faggots and economic girly men. Why don't you ever ask me to come over and do your podcast? I will BD you, which means I will big dick you all day. I will choke you out. I will do whatever I can, and I will go to make you go to sleep now. All right, but I still like you guys, and I think you're really funny. But you know what? I'm German, and my dad was a Nazi. Yeah, D, I'm talking to you, you fucking Jew. <laughs> don't worry. My best friend Dan's a Jew, too. But don't worry. This is inconsequential to me. BD you all day. All right, which is getting a little long and a little stupid, but I don't care. <laughs> Because I'm Arnold, and I'm the ex-governator of California. <laughs> Whatever. You know, I don't think that was really Arnold Schwarzenegger. I do. You think it was? <laughs> yeah. We you know, he's well, par- now that he's not governor anymore, now he can come on the show. We could never have him before, because then we'd have to give equal time to like the Democratic you know, side. You know, you don't know why, because it, it doesn't... I was thinking still as Arnold as the governor who's always composed and acts with a you know acts with like a sense of decorum at all times. But think about it, he's no longer the governor, and he's no yeah. longer married to that prudish Maria Shriver. So I bet Skeletor. you he's getting wasted with his friend Dan all the time, listening to Sick and Wrong. And uh, yeah, you who's know, who's his friend Dan? I missed that part. <laughs> I'm not sure who his friend Dan is. His Danny DeVito? Jewish guy. I'm thinking Danny DeVito, but is Danny he's not DeVito Jewish? Jewish? Italian. Maybe he meant that, but uh, he was saying... And, you know, furthermore... <laughs> Arnold Schwarzenegger is not... Doesn't pay a lot of attention to detail. Well, Arnold Schwarzenegger is also not German. Man. Isn't he Austrian? He's Austrian. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes he gets confused about that, too. <laughs> he, he does. I think they confuse But it started him. just like him. It's It probably... You know, now that I think about it, I bet you this is the post-governor Schwarzenegger who just parties and hangs out with Dan and calls Sick and Wrong podcast, you know? Uh, here's the uh, third and final call here for uh, for this week's show. Hey, sick and wrong. This is a longtime listener, Tatiana from NY. I was calling in response to last week's episode and the young woman that called in about finding the new sex toy on the street. Um, it's horrifically disgusting that you would 
give someone a used sex toy that you found discarded on the road to uh, use. However, it's not gay because it's been used before by a guy. I personally have been with guys who've been into being um, fucked with dildos. And I've rinsed off and sanitized the same dildo and used it on at least two or three different guys. And um, I don't think they're gay. Uh, you know. Well, they didn't know. <laughs> would, would you be I'm upset? Use this on any other dudes, have you? No. Yeah, but would you be upset if she told you after you just got pegged? If you're like, so, you know, this is only the dildo you use for me. Would you be upset if she's like, oh, actually, I used it on you know a couple other guys that I'm pegging? I think to. I would be. I mean, would that be that? Would that be it? Would that be like you know? We're we're closing this relationship. Then. No, I didn't say that. I just <laughs> said I'd be, I'd be T.O.'d. What if she put it through the dishwasher first? I'd still be T.O.'d. <laughs> it's as long as the toy is washed thoroughly, you can reuse it regardless of what orifice it's been in or if I disagree with that. stuck there, <laughs> you know, stick into it. Anyway... Well, okay, wait a minute. Um, I, I really would like to ask her, I mean, if the tables were turned and, and some guy you're dating had a vibrator that he'd used on his ex-girlfriend or, you know, the previous hookup, you'd be fine with that vibrator going into your vagina? Exactly. And, you know, there's, I, I think, think so. there's, it's the unwritten rule. It's like when you have a new sex partner, you get new sex toys. Yeah. I mean, would you We're not give... just saying this to sell more Adam and Eve dildos either. No, we're not. I mean, I'm I'm saying it like even a, it's just like you know that that relationship's over. We're moving on to the new one, and right. it's it's kind of weird. I mean, I'm Jewish, and I've had girlfriends I've bought dildos for, and dildos are kind of expensive, and I've wanted to. I mean, every fiber in my being is like, you should just <laughs> you know recycle this dildo and just go buy a box and put it in a box and pretend you know wrap it up and pretend that you just bought it from the store because you'd be saving like sixty to one hundred and twenty dollars. But I, I wouldn't do that. It's it's unethical. I think you should, when you have a new sex partner, you should get a new uh, sex toy. <laughs> you agree? Yeah, yeah, that was my <laughs> idea. <laughs> I just think it's kind of gross. I mean, it's she got her juices on that. You know, I don't want to put those Ass juices. juices are even worse. Yeah, that's even, yeah, Ugh, horrible. Fodder, it's like a candy land for bacteria. It's funny that this girl, like, you know, this is what kind of pisses me off about girls like this, actually. Brings up an interesting point. I hate girls that have had kinky ex-boyfriends. Because then they assume that all guys are into that same kind of kink. They think, oh, okay, well, my ex-boyfriend loved this, so I'm going to do it to you. You know, have you ever noticed and that? And when you're like, I don't like it, they're like, you just haven't tried it. You haven't it. tried it You just haven't it tried yet. it with the, per- the right person, the totally. right technique. But sometimes they don't even, they, you know, like, have you ever had a girl that just assumes you're into ass play? She's sucking your dick. Next thing you know, you get three fingers shoved up your ass. And you're like, what are you doing? What are you doing? You know, I didn't say what you could I do doing? that. <laughs> Not me specifically. No, but I'd be you're, like, you know, what girlfriend. are you doing? It's like, I, I didn't say you could do that. And she's like, oh, my ex-boyfriend used to love that. He gave him such crazy orgasms. I'm like, yeah, your ex-boyfriend loved that. And it's it's like they never they never. Meanwhile, this whole conversation's going on, and now her entire fist is in there (laughs) because she didn't pull him out. But that's the thing. I bet you, like, she's had you know these two other boyfriends, and she's like, I bet you she just pulls out the strap on, and next thing you know, it's like they're probably sleeping. Next thing you know, they got a big plastic silicone dick in their ass, and she's like, my ex boyfriend loved to be fucked while he's sleeping. 
Yeah. You know? He used to hate it when I would warn him, so I didn't warn you. <laughs> She's like the predator. Yeah. So not gay, just foul as hell um, in terms of hygiene. Anyway, love the show. Uh, keep up the good work. Bye. You know, I guess maybe she has a point. Maybe maybe it isn't gay. I don't know. <laughs> no, I don't think it's gay either. No, I, just it's probably it's not. I just think it's gross. I think that's what it is. Uh, people can call the Sick and Wrong Hotline, 206-666-3846. Yo, Wacker, we got a couple emails. I think we're running out of time. I'll do one here. This one came in from another celebrity listener, Fred Savage. Uh, Fred oh. Savage, uh, he played the kid in The Wonder Years. It's funny because that's all he's known for is the kid in the Wonder Years. But he's produced so many different things and has directed so many things. He's no longer a kid anymore. I think he's older than we are. But to me... I mean, he was probably 24 when he was doing the show, playing a teenager. Dude, what do you think? He has like progeria or something? Or the Benjamin Button disease? all actors like that. Yeah, Scott Baio. Yeah, yeah. He was was way older. Who was the karate kid? Ralph Ralph Macchio. Macchio, yeah. So Fred Savage writes, Lance, I too had hernia surgery in August. I had laparoscopic hernia surgery, but I had it in Mass General Hospital with a white 40-year-old surgeon. I don't know if that's a... Or Massachusetts General Hospital, you must mean. Right. Uh, They gave me drugs to calm me down prior to the operation, drugs to knock me out during the operation, threw me out, sent me home in a car just like you, and gave me 30 oxycodones. Dude, that sounds awesome. Did you get that? 30 oxys? Yeah, I did. <laughs> wow. Do you still have any left? Barely. Damn it. Um, although the laparoscopic surgery only leaves three small holes, two belly button and uh, two below the belly button and one at your belly button, uh, the toughest part of the surgery is the third day when you have to take the biggest shit of your life without tearing a hole in your anus or blowing your intestines out your surgery holes. Right. Yeah, that's did. exactly what I said. Yeah, that sounds terrible. You know why they didn't do the laparoscopic, though? They told me. Fred Savage might (laughs) have a bone to pick. He said that if you ever need to have colon surgery, prostate surgery, the fact that you had the laparoscopic surgery uh, causes problems for the later prostate surgery. So So what what do you mean? They'll have to uh, go through the back door to get to the prostate? I, I don't know, other than that's what he told me. I don't know the <laughs> mechanics of it or anything. So but, if this dude ends up getting like uh, an enlarged prostate, he's, he's fucked. Well, there's also tons of different types of hernias and different degrees. Um, so maybe that had something to do with it. I mean, the, the surgeons are just weighing all different kinds of risks now and later. And you know what I mean? Yeah. Who knows? He says, I was sweating for 25 minutes while in the shitter when finally I cramped out a two foot long shit. I felt like I'd given, yeah, he says, I felt like I'd given birth and was so relieved. Now, six six weeks later, I checked my balls and they are also even. I didn't even notice after the surgery. Thanks for the heads up. Thanks for the heads up on the level testes. On a side note, I noticed since my intestines are not being squeezed anymore by my muscles, I can take a shit faster because more comes out each time I shit. Did you notice that also? Keep it sick, boys. Fred Savage. You know, I, I just want to say this. This is the last hernia email because I'm disgusted by it. And this isn't the hernia podcast. You know, the hernia surgery podcast. Could be. It's, it's sick it and could be. No, I agree. This is sick and wrong. This is definitely sick and wrong fodder. 
But I, I, I don't want to like venture into the hernia podcast with Ian Lance. Why not? Because I'm, I'm sick of talking about the shit that you take post hernia operation. It's disgusting. It kind of goes like this. <laughs> Plop. <laughs> <laughs> they have been longer lately. I guess he's right. They have been having some massively long shits. Yeah, but have you noticed that not they've, duration, they've been faster? I mean, like the distance. It's about the same amount of time, but like where they used to be like two feet long, now they're like three feet long. Yeah, well, I guess, you know, I've always kind of felt, <clears throat> I don't know, like some people relax and they take like a 10 to 15 minute shit and read the paper or something like that. I don't like uh-huh. that. I like going in there, doing my business and getting out, like getting in, getting Even at out. Home? Like, yeah, like, you know, when they killed Osama bin Laden, it's just like they got in, killed him, boom, out. It's yeah, like my turd, you know? I enjoy myself when I'm in there. I have all my comic books. My iPhone solitaire game. Well, I don't know. I mean, if I... key catalog. It just sounds like the hernia is a win-win thing. You get your testicles leveled out. You can shit faster. It's pretty great. Yeah, and you get oxycodone, so it's not a bad thing. So, uh, thank you. stomach is hard now, though. It's weird. Well, you know what, Fred Savage? Um, you You can email Wackerly Private, and you guys can have your little hernia, hernia, hernia talks, your hernia parlies over there. Um, I'm sure you can, isn't there like a, a Wackerly at sickandwrongpodcast.com? No. <laughs> isn't that the hernia email? <laughs> it's the hernia talk email? Don't email me. <laughs> Thanks, Fred Savage, for uh, emailing the show. I'm a big fan of uh, the Wonder Years. Um, people, if you haven't already, the sick- And his, uh, his partner in that show went on to become Marilyn Manson. Oh, well, yeah, I forgot that guy's name. Paul, right? Paul. Paul something. His Jewish friend. Uh, people, if you haven't already, go check out the Sick and Wrong Forum, sickandwrongforum.com. I don't know, in uh, big forum news, you might not be aware of this, Wackerly, but two legendary forum members, Kitty and Doc, are coming to Southern California this week for Doc's birthday. Did you read about that? I did read about that. We're actually all planning to go check out a taping of The Price is Right. They had some extra tickets, and they uh, they want me to go with them to The Price is Right. Come on down. <laughs> Who does you know, the always down won- now that Roddy is dead? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, the whole show has kind of fundamentally changed. I mean, there's no Bob Barker, there's Bob no Barker. Roddy. I mean, does they're still do, hot does, bitches, uh, though, right? Do they, yeah, I was wondering if they still have the hot chicks. Oh, they got to still have the hot chicks. I don't know. Drew Carey the looks all... showgirls? But Drew Carey looks anemic and weird and just very creepy. Have you seen him? He lost all this no. weight. He's just in his hair. He has hair. It's creepy. No, I haven't. I don't know. It's like he became so the game show version of uh, Drew Carey. It's, I don't know. It's, it's, it's unsettling to look at him. But at so the same time... So have you been time, practicing? What? You're going to go there with them? Well, they asked me, they, they're like, do you, you want to go? I have an extra ticket. And I was like, you know, I've always wanted, it's, I don't, I don't want to go so far as to say it's like been a, a goal of mine, but it's definitely been something I've dreamed about since being a young child. Like, God, I'd love to check out that show and be excited when they tell me to, you know, to give applause, I'll, I'll applaud. And, uh, <laughs> you know, maybe, maybe get a chance to, to, to guess about the value of that showcase showdown. Well, that's what I was going to ask you. Why are you wasting time? recording the show shouldn't you be online looking at prices of random things well how would you know what to i mean what to what to how to practice for that show would you just go to 
Costco or something or Target and walk around. Yeah, exactly. Maybe exactly I'll do, maybe I'll do, do that. I mean, we, you know, you know what's be- <laughs> you could be winning a car or a jet ski or a motorhome. That is true. Like, there's a lot hanging in the balance here, and you just seem to be nonchalantly blowing it off. Well, you know, I mean, I, I kind of have a good idea of what things cost. You know, I'm really I'm Jewish. Yeah. Okay. What about a a box of fat free Nilla wafer snack wells? Four thirty nine. Four thirty nine. That's yep. probably pretty close, actually. <laughs> <laughs> You're not allowed to go over. Remember that. Oh yeah, I forgot about so that. I actually, I want to play Plinko. They better still play Plinko. If they don't play Plinko. I'm going to be pissed. But you don't find out what game you're going to play until you win the speed round or whatever they call that. Yeah, that is true. But you know what's weird? The Matterhorn is also good. They make them, uh, they make, uh, even if you have a ticket, you have to be in line in Burbank at 8.30 a.m., like outside the studio. And then they pick only like nine people. So chances are I'm probably not going to get picked. I actually hope that Doc gets picked because it's his birthday. Well, thinking like that. I hope Doc gets picked. It's his birthday, so. But you Doc's know, gonna, Doc's not going to know the price of anything. He's going to be drunk as fuck. <laughs> probably. He'll probably have like a homemade wax dildo in his pocket. I'm sure we're also going to have a night out on the town. So if there are any Southern California SW peeps, you should come meet up with us. Uh, there's a th- whole thread on the forum discussing this. So sign up for the forum. And uh, we can figure out, like, a good meeting place or something. We should all, like, head to Jumbo's. It's, like, one of my favorite bars here in L.A. Sure. Um, thank you, people, for subscribing to the show on iTunes. Uh, Wack, did you notice that we were in the what's hot category, like, almost all week? Because we're hot. Did you know that? No, I felt hot, but... It yeah. Was on, on well, I kind of felt that, like, my ears are burning kind of thing. And I was like, you know what? That's why, because we're hot. Hot stuff. Hot stuff right here. They're sick and wrong. So people, keep us in the what's hot category. Subscribe to the show. Give us a rating. Help support sick and wrong. Finally, um, if you haven't bought a t-shirt yet at the sick and wrong store, uh, you should. Seriously, you should go do it right now. Just go to sickandwrongpodcast.com, click on store, and buy a t-shirt. In fact, I think we should develop a catchphrase for this. You know how, like, um, what's his name? That redneck inbred fuck of a comedian. Let's get her done. What's that Which guy's one? name? Um, get her done is uh, cable guy. The cable, the cable guy. guy. But uh, Jeff sh- Foxworthy has a catchphrase too. You might be a redneck if you might be a redneck. <laughs> I think we should get like a catchphrase for our teas, like get a quato or something. You know. You think, well, you what, think we're, we're not gonna have the quato t-shirts forever. It's gotta be something more. Generic. Just for now. I mean, we can change it. We can change it later. Um, the sick and wrong song of the week was sent in by LI2S. It's got to be a pseudonym, or maybe this person's. <laughs> maybe this person might be a cyborg. Doesn't that I was sound like a cyborg say an name? Android from, uh, you know, from Star Wars. LI2S. <laughs> yeah, it's R2D2's cousin. Or uh, Dot Matrix's daughter. Remember from Spaceballs. Who's Dot Matrix. Spaceballs. It's Joan Rivers. That was her name, Dot Matrix. Yeah, she was the robot. <laughs> I remember she used the robot. I didn't remember her name. Um, <laughs> Doc Matrix. Man. Uh, they say uh, it's actually a very appropriate uh, Sick and Wrong Song of the Week. It's the 9-11 Song of the Week, sent in by LI2S. It's a song by Sloan in Sadez called I Am a Little Taliban. It's very catchy and timely. Um, Sloan in Sadez, I guess, is a Slovenian musical group. Uh, called The Elephant and the Fruit. That's the translation here. 
<laughs> they perform music of various genres. Uh, their music is humorous and mostly uh, political. So we're going to end the show with Sloan and Sade's I Am a Little Taliban. Um, is it in English? Yeah, actually, it is in English. In English, it sounds like uh, it's it's to the tune of Deo, and it's about like a little Taliban guy. I mean, wackily, wackily, it's nine eleven. You know, the anniversary of nine eleven this weekend. Ten years, a decade, ten year anniversary of nine eleven, and at least for me, nine eleven reminds me of all the things I should never forget. You know, when I think of nine eleven, it's like these. Not only should I never forget nine eleven, but these are other things that I shouldn't forget, like a condom, or to order an extra beer at last call, or to lock the door when I'm having a wank, or... Um, Wipe from uh, front to back. Yeah, or to grab my card out of the ATM, or that most women don't like to have sex when they're sleeping. They just don't. Most. So, so that's the thing. I mean, you can observe 9-11 any way that you want, but just don't forget that you should never forget. And that's what I think you've done, Wackerly. You've forgotten. What did I forget? <laughs> you forgot to, I forgot what to I never forgot. forget. That's the thing. It's like you shouldn't forget. And this true. weekend will remind you to never forget. People will be back next week with episode uh, 295. Until then, take it sleazy. I'm a little I come from the country of Afghanistan If I'm gonna die in a big crack It is the will of Almighty Allah I didn't have the money for the vacation So I joined the terrorist organization I learned to fly a plane from a friend But he forgot to teach me to land I love my papa, I love my mama But most of all I love Osama I love my papa, I love my mama But most of all I love Osama I am feeling the most happy When I hear the scream of Yapi I don't care much where I'm going Because I drive 707 and Boeing Make sure that USA will remember the date of 11th of September. We choose this day because of this. It's the International Day of Peace. Oh, I love my papa, I love my mama, but most of all I love Osama. I love my papa, I love my mama, but most of all I love Osama. And I would be a real nice lad. I weren't into jihad For just because of this one attack Americans want to bomb us back I knew that repercussions would come And it's a great commercial for Islam It's not a much but now I can See my house on CNN Oh yeah. I love my papa, I love my mama But most of all I love Osama I love my papa, I love my mama But most of all I love Osama I love my mama, but also
getting married and I'm so drunk and my friends have no idea what sick and wrong is. They think I'm fucking ordering a pizza and shit. Yes. A sick and wrong pizza. <laughs>